What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The Art of Being an Asshole. I'm Joe. I'm going to be your host on this journey of random bullshit. So uh, thanks for tuning in for episode three. Um, hoping we can start doing these, you know, a couple of weeks just because I get bored and I might have nothing else to do. So this will become my little thing now when I'm drinking my coffee, hanging out, vaping or whatever I'm doing. We're going to record a random, random podcast. So uh, today, let's talk just random about me, I guess. So, like I said, my name's Joe, if you guys haven't figured that part out. Oh, sorry, I was drinking some coffee there. Um, I'm from up upstate New York. A uh, little bit different world than, than, than downstate. I always say I'm from upstate, because as soon as you say, oh, I'm from New York City, everybody goes, oh my god, what part of the city are you from? Oh, my bad. When you say you're from New York... Everybody's first assumption is you're from New York City and they start throwing out, oh, have you been over here? You've been over there? And it's like, no, literally like I'm six hours from New York City and I try to avoid New York City at all fucking costs. I hate New York City. I don't, I don't know why. I've never been a fan of New York City. I don't even like New York City sports teams. Like I live in New York and I despise the fucking Yankees. Despise the Yankees. Can't stand... The Buffalo Bills, I mean, I don't like football anyway, but like, I'm like two hours from Buffalo. I hate the Bills. I hate the Sabres. Can't stand the Yankees. You know, if it's baseball, I'm a Red Sox fan. If we're watching hockey, which is mainly what I watch, I'm a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Uh, I just, I'm just not a fan of anything to do with New York City or the, the, the larger sports teams in New York. Like, you know, I'm not entirely sure why. I've been like that since I was a kid. Um... But yeah, up upstate's kind of where I grew up. Um, you know, people kind of always notice the the first thing about me is I'm I'm pretty loud, and I'm always moving with my hands. You know, another thing I came from a fairly large Italian family. Um, we don't yell; we just talk loud enough that everybody can hear us, and I don't have to repeat myself. Not to mention, if you really wanted to get in on a conversation when you were a kid, you pretty much had to talk over anybody else who was trying to talk. So that just kind of led me on my path of being a loudmouth. So then you add loudmouth with a teenager that has zero filter and a little bit of an issue with an authority, and you kind of come up with an asshole. Um, like I said in the other episode, right? Like, I, I, I can be a dick, but most of the time I'm a lovable dick. Um, so, you know, I grew up kind of in, in the country of upstate New York, um, where I am, like, we're, you know, surrounded by wineries and dairy farms and lakes and all sorts of randomness. I mean, the only the only big thing to do out here, if uh, you have any ideas where we're not too drastically far from, like, Watkins Glen International, if you're a NASCAR fan. Uh, if you're not a NASCAR fan, short of that, man, we're really not close to anything that most people would even remotely recognize. So that's really kind of about it with me, right? There's not a lot until I, somebody asks me a question, I, I can give you some more information or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm married, I got a couple of kids, a bunch of pain in the ass dogs, which we'll hear a story about them later. You know, speaking of that, like with like the fucking dogs, man, like I've got an 80 pound boxer, a 35-pound corgi puppy, 
And then we also have like a eight and a half pound fucking Chihuahua. And the Chihuahua runs everything, right? Like any other little dog, she has zero concept of the fact that she is that little of a dog, which also makes her the reigning asshole in the house. She can taught me any day of the freaking week. And she's literally like the queen of everything in her opinion. I mean, she gets hurt. She milks the shit out of that. The kids fawn all over her. It, she runs it. She owns it and she runs it. But like, it baffles me that that little, little tiny dog can bark and the 80 pound dog will just fucking flop. And it's a little ridiculous, but you know, I, I teach their own, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've seen some pretty small girls boss around some pretty big dudes, which is be a par for the course with small girls. They all kind of got that. I'm five foot two with an eight foot tall attitude, which can make it super entertaining. If you're not the one who's on the brunt end of being torn apart by, by the little short girl, right? Like we had, uh, Random, random story, I guess. So, buddy of mine um, owns our local tattoo parlor. And I've been a regular there for, for years and years, ever since he started the tattoo shop. And uh, he's kind of grown it into multiple different locations and um, has got quite the reputation in, in our area and surrounding areas as far as the... Uh, the work he does, especially the black and gray portrait work is absolutely phenomenal. Um, but you know, back, back to the story, like years ago, there was this, this younger, younger girl in there who was all of five foot two, five foot three, some, somewhere in that range. And she was a raging, raging bitch. I don't, I don't know why she was a raging bitch. I, I have no idea. Um, but she just was. And every time somebody would say something, she would always have some just snide comment. Didn't even matter if she wasn't even in the conversation, right? Like the conversation could have been between two different people in a whole different time. And she had to like interject herself all the time to just give her opinion or to call you an idiot or whatever she decided. So we're all running around because back, back in the day, this was kind of in the, the old school days of tattoo parlors where, you know, it was the tables to get tattooed on. You had flash all over the walls. You know, there, there really wasn't privacy walls, privacy curtains, none of that stuff back in the day. It was just kind of a big open floor plan, almost like a, a a hair salon or a barbershop. And it just had tattoo stations in it. And, you know, you were just under the understanding back then that if you were getting tattooed on your upper thigh or, you know, your butt or whatever it was, like you were pantsless and whoever walked in the shop saw you pantsless. Um, so as she's getting tattooed, which she was getting, I don't even remember what it was at this point, but it was something on her, on her ass cheek. Uh, I don't know if it was a set of lips or, or what this woman was, was getting on, on her butt. I call her a woman. She was like 21 at the time. Um, but I don't know what she was getting, but the guy tattooing her had, had a mohawk at the time and he was going 
doing this thing, just tattooing. He was staying out of it, trying not to, to cause more of an issue because she was just pissing everybody off. And for whatever reason, she turned her attitude and her, I don't want to say aggression, but like her attitude and, and whatever anger she had or whatever it was, she she flipped it at me. And I was talking to a buddy of mine and, and we were talking about graduating from this school versus a different school and how when we were kids there was a whole lot of rivalry there and like it would break out into big fights after football games and and stuff like that and she decided to chime in and uh basically kept referring to like me as as a pussy and just just random stupid shit that she apparently thought was funny and as she was doing this I really wasn't going to say anything but my buddy had said something to her that she really needed to, you know, just kind of chill out and, and relax. And she turned around and made some comment about how, she, you know, she's not taking advice or taking direction from a grown man with a blue mohawk. And he just didn't really say nothing. He just kind of put his head back down and just kept tattooing. So, as you know, you know, anybody who has a tattoo has probably seen when they tattoo a certain area for long enough or they get good color saturation or somebody starts bleeding whatever it is they wipe with a paper towel clean off the area to keep tattooing so as he did this and wiped down her butt cheek you could clearly see with the green soap the reflection of the hair in this chick's ass crack and as we're sitting there i'm just like it's awful funny they're like you making fun of this dude's mohawk and you have your own mohawk going on in the crack of your ass right now. And I didn't think it was that bad, right? Like I thought that was a pretty mild comeback for not trying to cause an issue, just kind of making a joke. And she went off the deep end. Like you would have thought I just kicked this woman's puppy. Like, I, I don't know what happened or what hurt her, or what, I have no idea, but apparently making fun of the, the amount of hair in this chick's ass crack was apparently over the line, because she freaked out, jumped up, didn't let him finish the tattoo, I'll never get tattooed here again, blah, 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 did her whole storm off thing, wanted her money back, all these different, different things, and, uh, stormed out, and then three weeks later, came back to get the tattoo finished, um, you know, not proud of the story, but the, you know, the moral of the story is like, don't, don't be a dick. Like if you're going to be a dick, someone's going to be a dick back. And to be fair, right? Like I wasn't even trying to be a dick. Like I just thought that was funny. So like I said it, but I didn't think that she was going to like freak out about it. But then come to find out later on down the road, uh, she was a stripper at a not so popular strip place kind of thing out like in in the middle of fucking nowhere town um and apparently the the ass hair thing uh is not a new conversation for people around her so apparently this is something that that people have made fun of her before and uh she was a, a wee bit sensitive so apparently we hit a little bit of a nerve but you know tattoo shop was was weird too like they were different back in the day like even like early early 2000s tattoo shops were very very different uh tattoo shops were kind of a, a sink or swim kind of a place 
like, <clears throat> you could go in and get tattooed and not have any bit of an issue. It didn't matter what kind of tattoo shop it was, right? Like, if you went in, you were polite, you, you didn't do nothing wonky, and you just wanted to get tattooed, like, you were good. You'd go in, you'd get tattooed, nobody would give you a hard time, it was, it was fine. Um, but tattoo shops back in the day also had a very, very normalized way of having regulars that just kind of hung around the tattoo shop, right? They'd, they'd get tattooed when artists had spare time here or there. They'd help around the shop, whatever it was, answer the phone, you know, get paper towels, whatever the artist needed at the time. Um, guys would just kind of hang around and they'd help out and in turn usually would get tattooed when there was openings or, or whatever. So it wasn't abnormal for people to just be hanging around the tattoo shop. And back then when I was younger, because it was my buddy's tattoo shop, I was just one of those guys. So we would run into those, those scenarios a lot where people would just do some wacky, crazy shit. And, you know, you feel bad, like, like, you know, like, I don't know if I should say something because I'm not the artist. But then at the same time, you're like, you know, I'm here as much as the artist. So, like, a kid would come in and want, like, a swastika tattoo or, or some shit. And you're like, nine times out of ten, most artists would refuse that tattoo anyway. Um, but even before it got to, to the artist refusing tattoos, like we would be raging dicks about it and be like, are you fucking serious? Like, like, have you thought that shit through? Like you're an idiot and, and it would progress from there. And normally like most people normally would, would kind of figure out that maybe it's not a good idea, especially an 18 year old kid, right? That's doing it just for whatever stupid reason. Like, but some of them would go through with it. And then again, you'd see them come back through a couple weeks later and uh, want that shit covered up. And it was always funny to me with, with tattoos. And I did this entire big thing on, on TikTok for a while where I, I would go through and uh, jokingly make fun of people's tattoos, right? Because I, I'm very, very heavily tattooed and, and all of my tattoos are not good. I have a lot of bad tattoos from when I was younger. Um, and I've just learned to kind of embrace the bad tattoos, right? So on TikTok, I started like just posting up random thoughts, I guess, or, or random, uh, yeah, we'll go with thoughts. Like I, a random fact about a style of tattoo that was super popular in like the early, early 90s, right? Like, uh, for example, you know, the giant gothic cross tattoo on the back of of a guy's shoulders right so like it would be the tiktok video of i wonder how all the guys with the giant gothic cross tattoo are doing trying to find bedazzled jeans and affliction t-shirts 20 years later um you know stupid shit like that or the the girls that have the under the boob like chandelier tattoo like i wonder if you guys all realize that that's like the tramp stamp of the 2020s and it was all just joking around right because like i said i have bad tattoos and and i love my bad tattoos and i'll own my bad tattoos till the end and uh 
I think that's what you have to do, right? Like, if you got bad tattoos from, from the days when tattooing wasn't super, super norm and some of the shops were sketchy and there was real no, like, artistry guidelines, just fucking own it. Just run with that shit. But you also can't get pissed when something makes fun of you. And those videos were funny as hell. And, and they were never directed at a certain person. It was just a certain style of tattoo. You know, butterflies on the chest, barbed wire wrapped around the arm. The, don't, I don't want to get started on the tribal thing, but the big blacked out tribal thing, right? It got to the point where, like, people kept turning me in and they got my TikTok banned over those stupid videos. They went after me for bullying and harassment because the video that they didn't like was, I think it was something about butterfly tattoos on the chest and now you're out here looking like you got a pterodactyl from Jurassic Park or something stupid like that. It, it was the, the dumbest thing ever. There was no swearing. There was nothing offensive. and uh, But apparently it got into somebody's feels and they went ahead and kept reporting all of my videos until TikTok eventually just banned my entire account. So now that they've done that and I can't tell my wacky EMS stories or, you know, stupid shit from the tattoo shop stories, uh, we're going to do it on the podcast. And I've got a buddy of mine, actually, I think next week, um, my buddy John that used to be a paramedic with me, he still does the paramedic thing. I don't anymore. Um, he's going to come in and uh, we're going to talk about some stuff that we saw and things that we did. Uh, you know, John and me, we used to work a lot of overnights and we would sit and dispatch for most of it if we weren't running calls. And I, I think me and John have been to the end of the internet and back as far as YouTube. Um, you know, people getting hurt, fight videos, slap videos, fail army. Uh, there's an entire category of just wacky shit from other countries. Um, like, apparently I didn't realize this, but in Russia... They just have workout equipment randomly, like, scattered through, like, parks and downtown areas that, like, you can see it in, in these videos. And uh, I'm just fucking baffled. So he's going to come in, I think. Um, I got some buddies of mine from the Beard of Villains I'm going to try to tie up with and tell some stories. Nothing about the Beard of Villains because this is not a Bearded Villains podcast. Um, but just some some crazy shit we've all seen through the years guys that have been in ems guys that have been in the fire service uh how maybe we'll bring on a cop or two they always see some fun stuff um and we'll see what we can come up with but i think uh next week we are going to focus or the next episode episode four is going to be a full episode on uh crazy shit i saw in ems uh nothing gory nothing Nothing drastic. We're just going to tell some stories of some some real stupid stuff um, that people have done that I've seen. You know, I won't... No names, no locations. Um, just basic stories. And possibly I will give information on the very, very first ever sex injury call I ever had on an ambulance. Um which is a great freaking holiday story. It's full of Christmas cheer. Um, and uh, maybe we'll go into details of that. I've had, I've had a couple real good uh, sex injury stories from, from the ambulance of, of stuff that I've, I've seen or been a part of um, on calls. Cause usually when you get a call, it sounds even remotely like that. 
Uh, it doesn't matter who's up in the rotation. Every crew that is uh, is on duty that night, everybody's going to find out what is actually happening because those stories are amazing and they never get old. So I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to leave this with uh, thanks for listening to 20 minutes of me rambling about literally nothing. And uh, the next episode, episode four that comes out, will be uh, some good EMS stories. And uh, we'll tell some funny stuff. And then, you know, maybe another episode we'll we'll do some not so funny stuff. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, that That's one of those things that, that can be a little bit tricky uh, depending on what the story is, as in uh, how much someone wants to relive some some of the stuff that we've seen. But um, next week we're we're gonna do all all funny stuff from the ambulance and from the firehouse when I was in that too. So uh, thanks for stopping by and hanging out for uh, the show. And like I said, next episode will be out in a couple of days. And uh, be sure to give me a like and follow. It really kind of helps out with stuff. So. I will uh, see you guys in a couple days. Thanks for stopping by. And as always, grab yourself some coffee and leave those feels at the door.